When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, this is the official and unexplainably popular spokesperson of Rule the Roost podcast. You'll know me from such hits as Seb Stafford Bloor. What a cunt. Anyhow, this is just a short message to apologize for the lateness of this week's episode. Illness prevented its arrival on time, and annoyance has delayed it until this stage. We're sure you'll understand. Fucking to Tenham. Due to Seb losing his audio and the fact that our chat will likely be out of date and sound silly, this podcast will just be the full, unedited conversation with Taylor and Bestie, where the football isn't really discussed as much. Given what happened on Sunday, we don't blame you for not listening, but it's important to us that this part, at the very least, is out there as it deserves to be. We'll be back with our last show of the season and review episode before long, hopefully this week, but here's this one for now. Much love. Come on you Spurs. Fuck those Arsenal bell ends and please don't ever forget, we're going to win the Champions League. Now, run the theme music, motherfucker. Welcome back, Taylor and Bestie. Always, always a pleasure, lads. How are you doing this fine evening? Hello, Jack. How are you doing? You all right? Yeah, I'm not bad. I'm... I don't think did we speak last time? I can't remember if I was busy washing no, my hair or something think... last time. I think... I think we did earlier in the season, didn't we? Yeah, I was the time. It was obviously memorable. I think it was that, the time I... before that. Yeah, I think it was expletive laden. I seem to recall. Yeah, that doesn't sound like us. No, no, that, that, that might be a different. That's that definitely us. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Seb wouldn't you have been two... on there then. Seb, Seb <laughs> yeah. keeps us in check. Seb. He tells us off because his mum listens. Yeah. Is he still on? Is he still on Tinder? How's that all going? <laughs> he says he's not, but he's definitely is. Is he? Yeah. Swiping right definitely. all over the shop, isn't he? Yeah. Dirty boy. <laughs> is it, does that mean? Does that mean yes when he swipe right? Yeah. I, I'm a little yeah, bit wrong. Yeah, a married man of ten years, nearly. You know this. Um, I've got to keep up with popular culture, mate. You know what I mean? Work with the kids and that. Well, that's what you say. <laughs> hey, um, can I you think that was a very good uh, dodge. Of, um, so that our, our southern listeners know which one of you is which, because sort of, I think there might be an ant and deck sort of a situation where people can't tell you apart if uh, if they've never heard you before, which would be sort of a, a travesty. Well, well, what normally happens is because I'm. I'm the person who does the Taylor and Bestie Twitter account is what, what I get is I get people coming up to me and going, oh, you're Taylor and Bestie? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's me. I'm both of us. Yeah. So um, Is that what this really is? Is it so you, you just the same person? You slightly tweak your accent. It's actually just that of multiple personality disorder. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all it is. I'm just schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so I'm, t- I'm t- this one's Taylor. I'm Taylor, and the other one's Bestie. You can tell the difference because Bestie's got more of a kind of baritone uh, level to his voice. 
my my yeah, it might my voice certainly is a little bit deeper than yours, Taylor. Yes, I also tend to speak a bit more quickly, and I am uh, funnier than Taylor. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's a pretty good. good gauge. And the leeching with the doves. Yes, yeah. <laughs> do- either doves or. Funny enough, I was just telling this story yesterday about when I got mistaken for him at Glastonbury. <laughs> we, we've been through that. We've on the told podcast. that story. We're just repeating yeah. material now, mate. Come on. Well, I thought we're doing I'll, something I'll else. Podcast. So. <laughs> okay. Um, Jack, have we actually got any sensible questions at all? Let's. Uh, should we just jump in and say how are you boys enjoying Andrews Townsend? <laughs> Do you know like what? I, yeah, I was going to say I, I I don't mind the kid. I think he's um he's he's one of the few players who since sort of Christmas has shown any willingness to drive forward and actually get into the opposition's half of the pitch. Um, I don't. So he mind. does well. To be fair, he does that part well. Yeah, and 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 to be honest, the kid scored a few goals. He's getting forward. He's getting he's selling great positions. Um, and he works back the other way as well. I, I ain't got a problem with him at all, mate. I think I think he's a I think he's a smashing little player. I think um, he's for the for the standard of club Newcastle at the minute, for the standard of the kind of player they've got, he's great. He I, I understand Tottenham fans weren't too enamoured by him. Just because he wasn't good enough for Spurs, but he's too good probably for Newcastle at the minute, and that's kind of a bit of a a, a mm. bit of a pill to swallow, like but I'd say it's probably true. And he's got a worse hairline than me in spite of being ten years younger than me, so I'm happy with that. <laughs> I think it was it was always a tough one. Uh, at least I was with Andros in that we always knew he's sort of fairly limited, but until like all the off pitch stuff started happening, so him having Barney's with physios and stuff, people yeah. were happy to have him about because he was mates of all the players and he was a he was a different type of option to bring off the bench. But you know, it, aside for that, like it was there's only so many times you can endure him cutting in and shooting, you know, when he could have done yeah. something else. He, yeah, that, he does that a lot, doesn't he? It seems to be his party piece. It's kind of it's an upgrade on Gabriel Obertan, who would just run in a straight line and not bother doing anything after that. Yeah. So at least we've got it, the cut inside and kind of lash it option now. He's a, he's a weird one, actually. You let him go, didn't you? He's gone, yeah. Obertan and Marvel went, went this week. <laughs> didn't even um, bother with, waiting until the end of the season. Just told him to pack, <laughs> his, pack his bags and fuck off, basically. Yeah, Ten just, days before the season's finished. Yeah. It's like football. There's a couple of seasons' wages, just guy. Well, that's it. I think he, his his contract was at an end. It was essentially sort of him and Marvel that had been there for a long time. They'd barely played any games. They were they were the type of players that we had bought, um, and they were just taking spaces up in the in in the Premier League squad. You know, in in the the twenty five man squad, they were just taking a space when it could have been for another signing or something like that. And it, the, mm. The the uh, board were always going on about how they couldn't bring any more players in because they had a full squad and this and that and that and it was because it was full of absolute shite like those two who weren't who weren't playing and were always injured. Do we get so, twenty five players in the championship? Or do you get more? I think you get about one hundred and four in the championship, don't you? Oh, you get great. loads. That's 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 that's, that's, that's <laughs> We'll be okay next year. Then. Even even me and you will get registered next year, mate. We'll be sound. I, I think we'll be okay. We'll do a job. Yeah. How are you still? feeling? How are you feeling? I mean, do you do you reckon it's definitely done? Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I mean, I, I'm over. not too sure when it's going to go out, but Sunderland play Watford um, at home. I think Everton. Everton tomorrow is it? Um, yeah. I think it's at home. It will be at home. Yeah. Tomorrow night um, or Wednesday night as it is. So I mean, if Sunderland get two more points this season, then they're safe. Have you um, have you have you watched Everton recently? They're shite. They're a fucking embarrassment. They, they look wrong. They're an I mean, absolute disgrace. They do look terrible. I mean, and, and Sunderland are exceptionally hard to beat at the minute. So 
it, it's done now as far as I'm concerned. I mean, mm. I have thought that before, before Newcastle had the little kind of bounce in the beat Swansea and the, uh, who else to beat Palace. Yeah. But I think that's the kind of um, Sunderland's result at the weekend, more than Newcastle's kind of, that, that was it. Yeah. The thing with Newcastle is when you when you look at our games against the other the other teams down there, so against Sunderland, Villa and yeah. Norwich, we've only taken two points out of six games against those teams. And if that's well, we can't, happen, we can't have done it, because we beat Norwich six two. So there's three. Uh, sorry, not Norwich, I'm uh, Sunderland and uh Sunderland Villa. and Villa, sorry, yeah. Yeah. We've only taken two Not beating two Villa's points. a crime. It's an absolute crime, isn't it? <laughs> like they're the shittest team I've seen in years in the Premier League, and you and we can't even beat them. We had, we had the shittest team since Derby, and we couldn't beat them either. I know, I know. I mean, obviously, he's only had a very short time to implement anything, but it it looked like there was at least kind of a bit of change coming with Rafa. So that's why I, I found that Villa result quite surprising, really, because he'd been in decent form up until. He should, I mean, it still, almost kind of counts as a loss, right? Doesn't it? That yeah, that felt like one. Villa. Particularly with the way the Sunderland result went. Um, as I say, I mean, if Newcastle had drawn nil nil, if that had said how it was, and Sunderland lost two one as it was at one point, Newcastle would have been a couple of points ahead of Sunderland, and you'd kind of think, oh well, if they can get a result against Spurs at the weekend, there's maybe half a chance. But the way events have conspired, um, Spurs lost at Southampton and. Um, or I hope Southampton, sorry. <clears throat> Arsenal got the draw at Man City, so it means that Tottenham have now got to turn up to St James's Park and really need, well, a point would do it, wouldn't it? But a, a win would be ideal for the Mike, so it's kind of, that hasn't helped either. Or silly. I mean, in, in my opinion, sort of just the, I don't know, after the sort of blow of the Chelsea game and a thing like that, if, if it came down to, you know, you still being in it and being able to, beat us and do it, I, I, I'd back you 100% to beat us under those circumstances. But I really can't call how this game's going to go. If if you are confirmed as being down by the time we meet, you know, because there's always the, the fear of that, the knock-on effect of you guys being like, well, you know, let's say goodbye to the Premier League um, yeah. and put in a performance. But, it wouldn't, it wouldn't and you are a bit of a bogey team for us, as yeah. we've said before. Well, I've been over the years, yeah. I mean, you've battered us at home a couple of times though as well. Mm. Like I think five nil or five one a couple of years ago, and and you beat us handily a few times. But it wouldn't surprise me at all if if we were confirmed as relegated on Wednesday and then ended up beating you. It w- wouldn't surprise me whatsoever because it's the most Newcastle thing that could possibly happen. Well, it's just hardly, standard. Yeah, it would be to beat if do the double over Tottenham, but then being capable of beating us and Sunderland, that'll be about right. Yeah, that's about par for the course for Newcastle. Hmm. It would be particularly painful not to I mean, you've, get anything in this one. You've been, you've been at Championship before and you came straight back up. Yeah. Um, with Chris Hewton in charge as well at that time, so you actually had a, a nice manager. <laughs> love um, me, rather love than me or anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope he gets up with, with Brighton oh, yeah, this year yeah. as well. Yeah, I do. Um, but, I, you know, this is the first time in my life I've, I've got a Championship season ticket at Huddersfield purely because it's cheap. Um and you know, I've paid more attention to the league than I've before, and, and things like that. And there's genuinely quite a lot of excitement about about who could come down. I mean, the the, the talk for weeks now um, between me and sort of my lead supporting mates is um, where you can go and who's going to be coming to you. Yeah, and exactly. People always say, "Oh, Villa Park's going to be a good one, obviously, yeah. in either Stadium of Light or or Newcastle." Nobody's really cared about Norwich. I don't think that's a date on <laughs> anybody's calendar. They could go down to League Two, and people would still shrug. Um, 
And that may be slightly harsh on Norwich. I just, I just don't think anybody really cares apart from Ipswich fans. Um, but you are, you're a massive draw, and especially with, with how many northern teams there are in Championship. Yeah, because there, there's hardly any in the in the Premier League these days. It's it'll be a nice one for you because you know there's there's so many teams that are actually nearby, a couple of hours here or there that you can go and see. Um, mm. Is there is there some sort of redeeming factors of the, of, of going down that, that maybe you're clinging on to? Well, I, I think it's that really. I mean, I, I was down I, I, for well, it's a bit of a, a story, but I was at, I was at Wembley for the Johnson's Paid Trophy final the other week. Um, Barnsley v Oxford. Um, for, for any good reason. Um, a friend, me and my friend Kieran went down. Uh, it was the fourth round of the FA Cup, I think. And we wanted a cheap game to go to. In Newcastle, of course, our interest in the FA Cup <laughs> doesn't last more than one game now. So um, we looked for a cheap lo- localish game. We looked at Leeds v. Rotherham was one of them, I think. There was Burton and Oldham, I think might have been one of Berry v. Oldham. And yeah. uh, Barnsley versus Fleetwood was £5 in the semi-final of the Johnson's Pain. So yeah. we said, oh, we'll go down there then. Brilliant. So we went down there, had a crack and date Well, it finished, um, I think it finished one apiece. Um, okay. And then... You mentioned Norwich there. I, I used to live in Norwich, as it happens, and I've, um, I'm actually delighted. And you don't care about them either. I, I'm, I'm delighted they've gone down because I have a lovely weekend down there. Um, <laughs> but the Johnson's Payne Trophy final was the same weekend as Newcastle away in Norwich. So I went down there with my dad, bless, and um, I sold tickets at Wembley for £25 for Barnsley v Oxford, so I said, I oh, will have a day down there as well. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I got I got talking to it. He just was, he just loves the football, lads. That's what it is, you know. He just, <laughs> he just loves the football so much. He'll go and watch any old shite. Any I was, old I was, I was, I was like you in South Shields, exactly like that. It, kind of like that. I, I've been South <laughs> in fact, I've been to more South Shields games here this this season. Terry, a fraud. But um, <laughs> but uh, he's exposed. I, I, was you. Wem- I was sitting at Wembley, and there's Gadji next to us. Um, kind of turns. I was going to do the Yorkshire accent, and then I thought I could really offend Raj here, so I won't. But um, he says... Oh, I actually so- think counts as racism. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to avoid. And um, <laughs> he says, um, he says, also, who's your danger, man? Obviously, think, thinking I was a Barnsley fan, I'm, I'm says, oh, yeah, pal, I've got no idea, mate. I'm a Newcastle fan. <laughs> I, know Sam, I know Sam Winnell's pretty good, and um, Hamill, who I think scored a screamer in the final. Is Nile um, Ranger not there? Is, um, it must, that's the sort of club Nile Ranger had tip up, isn't it? I think he's clubless at the minute. He, he, he? He, I think the last what's club he was surprise? at was probably Blackpool. He was at Blackpool and they made him... They made him stay. It was he went miss- <laughs> didn't he go missing? And Lee Clark couldn't get a hold of him. So everyone kind of started tweeting him, saying, oh, yeah, my look at Lee's trying to get a hold of you. Well, that was it. He had a, he had a clause in his contract which said that he, he wasn't allowed to play for anyone else while he was still contracted to Barnsley, uh, to, yeah. to Blackpool, sorry. So they, they, um, they took the option out on his contract for another uh, six months so he couldn't play for anybody else. But he wasn't, <laughs> playing, for, he wasn't playing for Blackpool at the same time. Just shithousing. Just shithousing, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, but I, I was talking to this, this Rotherham fan at Wembley, and he was because Rotherham had that really good run of form towards the end of the season, where I think they won, they won six yeah. out of seven or seven mm. out of eight. Yeah, um, Neil Warnock was in charge. Yeah, yeah after he got the job, and, and I was thinking, oh, if we go down, because I was kind of convinced at that point that we would be as I am now. Mm. I thought, well, yeah, Rotherham's not a bad one. I, I, I quite like Hillsborough. It's actually a nice stadium. I went there earlier on this season. Is that who the Chuckle Brothers supported? Um, possibly. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. It is. That's the Chuckle Brothers or Rotherham lads, I. Is it the what? To Me To You Arena? Is that what it's called? <laughs> no, it's something like the R Seal. Um, like the, it's known as the New York Stadium because it's on New York Street. But they're sponsored by a company who the logo makes it look as if it's called the R Seal Stadium, but it's not. Um, you know, the, it's actually the, the, really strange. The little chuckle brother. So he had like the 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 big Barry. one who 
Was it Barry was the little one? Because it yeah, always yeah. felt like he was sort of a bit of a tag on, like the big the big one was like the creative tour de force behind the Chuckle Brothers. And then you had I don't think either of the Chuckle Brothers are creative the, tour de force. The sort used, of uh, the Klingon onto that, the little brother. I used, who, to love, I used to love the rumour about them that the little one was actually the big one's dad. <laughs> I used yeah, to I love, love that. I love that rumour so never much. I've that one. Yeah. But, Isn't the little one the older one, though? <laughs> He, oh he yeah, is, he's, yeah, he's much older. But that was why people used to I, say that he was the big one's dad. <laughs> I, I don't think he's. I don't think he's that much older. He's just a bit, a bit more weathered. Yeah. Well, he's. You know, he's been. He, he got exposed for sharing a lot of Britain First posts, didn't That's they? Right. Yeah, yeah, he did. I. <laughs> Which is kind of a bit of a, a, a dying ember of childhood going out there, isn't it? Really. Silly right. sausage. Yeah. At least, at least he wasn't fucking kids. Well, that's it. <laughs> yeah, true, true. <laughs> By BBC standards, he's the same. So, yeah. Yeah. on the ladder, on the ladder of things that you're not supposed to do, like it's it's pretty high up still, isn't it? You know, well, it's a social faux pas these days, isn't it? But it's not. <laughs> it's no more than that. I mean, a lot, a lot of the Britain Firsters are kind of they can be educated, can't they? Mm. Yeah. Unless they support West Ham, of course. What well, worries me? What's going to happen next? You know, is like Bodger and Badger a member of the National Front? What's what's happening? You know, you just <laughs> you just don't know what's coming next, do you? I and just don't know where to turn these days. Definitely, Glastonbury, they're good socialists, I think. Ah, uh, well, that, that's a good. That's... Dave Benson Phillips as well. I don't think he'd do anything like that. He's a good egg. The fella no, that drove, I don't think they'll let drove, him in Britain first. To be fair, the bloke <laughs> that drove the boat in Rosie and Jim's definitely got a few bodies in his garden. Uh, yeah, for me, bit of a Fred West looking fucker that boat. Yep. Although his sense. garden would be the river, so it probably doesn't, or canal, so it doesn't really make sense. That does it? Yep. Fuck, fuck that one. Chop them up and put them in the put them in the engine. That's what he did. Put them fed in the boiler. Fed them to duck. Fed them to ducks. Yeah. <laughs> are we are we still talking about Newcastle today, or are we just gonna are we just reminiscing on children's TV <laughs> and the horrendous the horrendous acts that they've done? Oh no, hang on. Uh, oh, sorry, that's me. I've had friends on pause for too long, and now started playing of its own accord. What were you watching? Friends. Uh, Friends, it's the one where they all turn 30. Oh, right. Yeah. I've got all right, let, let, I'll tell you, let's go to some of these list of questions then, because football's, football's dead to me at the moment. Um, you know, Likewise. finishing second, fucking hell. Like, it's hard season being a Spurs fan, lads. Um, oh, if we're talking about blowing a title, though, Jack, there's nobody finding to speak to. True. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Oh, hey, that's low, isn't it? That's a low blow. <laughs> I, I was reading a thing, it was only, I think, on the Football 365 forum that I read today. Have Spurs actually got less points this season than they've had that year under VS Bosch? Yeah. If we, well, if we win on the if we win on the weekend, we'll have 73, but we've got 72 with uh, Gareth Bale, yeah, and finish fifth. I think, well, I know that was after we finished fifth. Yeah. No, it's just, it struck us as being bizarre, because, I mean... Yeah, it's, the, the league always works out, though. There's, there's like... Um... There's loads of statistics about how sort of you know how many points will get you um, the title and stuff. And, and sometimes I think um, like that seventy-two and stuff has, has been enough for sort of like third and fourth before. And it, you know, obviously this season it's going to be enough for for second if we get it. So well, it's, it's, a, it's the way in which it, it works. As a rule of thumb, I've always said if you can double your your games played tally with points, so say thirty-five games, seventy points, then you'll be mm. there or thereabouts. But you're not going to win the league. And this year it would have well, I, I think Leicester have done more than that, but. It would have got you. They've walked it by the, by the end of it. Yeah. They've romped it, haven't they? It, it, I Super. still can't believe the play some. I watched the um, Everton game on uh, Saturday or Sunday, whenever it was, and they played some lovely, lovely stuff. Oh, they weren't playing true. against anybody, to be fair. <laughs> there, there were 11 empty shirts against them on that occasion. Yeah, that's, I suppose it was Everton. That's a good point. Doesn't stand us in good stead for tomorrow night, does it? Let's be honest. 
I'd, I'm, I'm saying I'd, I'd rather it was done tomorrow so then we can just kind of we can get used to kind of the idea that Benitez is going to be away and we'll yeah. have Nigel Pearson. Is he definitely? Has he got? A, has he got? A, he's got the break clause, hasn't he? So is he? Is it sort of a? Has he said well, that he's not going to stick around? Or? They've got the break clause, but there's been a few reports today that he's considering staying, and that people who are close to him have said he's a fifty-fifty. Whereas he wasn't fifty fifty before, he was probably ninety ten. Couple of his family live in couple of journals and that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his his family are in England, but I, I, there's a couple of journals who've said that he's fell in love with the area and he appreciates the way the fans are and stuff like that. Um, so he's, you never he's found Greg's, hasn't he? Hat and Ben Arthur's yeah, texting. That's it. Where <laughs> Greg's is. That's it. Greg's and for your eyes only. Um, no, he's uh, he's. I'd, I'd love to see him stay. I really wouldn't. But I only want him to stay if he gets given control over over what he needs to be in control over, you know? So if he gets control of the transfers, he's, allo- is not a he's allowed to do his own job, you know? And, and, he's, and there's no- over, um, he's over qualified for the championship. I mean, we've just talked about how well Neil Warnock does down there. It's mm. not a league that tends to um, reward good football that often it's not, you can sort of... it's a quite an unforgiving league isn't it you, you can go yeah. down there and get trapped quite easily i mean it, mm. it is but i mean i think i mean benitez's teams i mean he's done it and you, you can see it in your castle as well i mean against villa they offered nothing going forward but defensively now they look more a comparatively pretty solid well, with Benitez, um, it's all about being compact, isn't it? And tightening the lines, the gaps between the lines, and squeezing the team and making sure that oh, they're yeah. compact. That's the, I mean, apparently that's the one word that he shouts more than any other in training is compact. Well, more that's pretty compact, much how, more how compact, you know. That's how Borough so, done it this last couple of seasons. You yeah. know, that's what their success is built on. Crank is quite, um, I'll, I'll say, a pragmatist. Like, but he doesn't really go out. And, you don't see Borough scudding teams five, six, and out. That, um, they, they generally win one nil or two. One the eke wins out, and they, they just don't concede goals. You know. Yeah. Um, and if you can keep 20 clean sheets a season, you'll be in the right place, won't you? So, mm. I mean, the last time we went down, we weren't, we didn't play brilliant football to get back up. You know, we 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 played the football that was required, really. I mean, it, at times we were good to watch, but it wasn't like free flowing, kind of you know, wonderful yeah. attack football. It was there was a lot of put, putting it on Andy Carroll's head, putting it on Shola's head, yeah. and getting the, and Kevin Nolan getting the knockdowns, you know, and Peter Lovenkrantz getting the knockdowns. So we weren't. You know, we we didn't we didn't come up by playing fancy attractive football the last time. But the last time we had we had the characters in the team who who were up for that fight, and I'm not sure that they're there this time. I mean, there might be one or two people like Jamal Lascelles, for yeah. instance. I think there'll be one or two. But he I, looks I, pretty class, doesn't he? Though that lad. Yeah, he seems like he's got a, a big future ahead of him. That lad, I like the look of him a lot, and and I like the fact that he he says what he thinks as well. You know, he comes out and. When when we weren't playing well, he came out and said, "People are not trying hard enough." That was kind of the turning point, wasn't it? Was Southampton yeah. away? Was no, three nil down after something like fifteen seconds, and <laughs> at full at full time apart, it was when Jan Mat allegedly punched the dressing room wall and broke his hand. Um, and that was the game where Lascelles came out at full time and said, "Well, look, this isn't on. People aren't pulling the weight you'd expect." He, he didn't point the finger. He didn't name names, but it was kind of it. It, it didn't take Colombo to realise who he was talking about, you know. Yeah, since, yeah. The, the fans have really warmed to him since then, and and I think it's helped his confidence. I mean, he's 21, 22 year old. He hadn't he hadn't played at a higher level than Forest really, and um, with with no disrespect to Forest, obviously they're the same standard as Newcastle now. Um, mm. But it, I mean, the it's the big thing with the Premier League. It's a big jump, and our player's going to be able to do it. And he has in the last three four weeks been he's been excellent. I mean, he's, he's one still, of the few, isn't he? He's one of the few who's covered himself in a in a bit more glory than. He has. I mean, the rest he's of still, them, like he's not. Um, it's not he's the not finished article. 
Well, he's not the finished article by a long way. He's, he's got a lot to learn, but he's got the basics. He's got the basis there of being a very good footballer for, for a few years yeah. to come. He's only yeah, 22, definitely. you know. He's only 22. He's, he's older than Mbemba, though, isn't he? That's right, yeah. year older than Mbemba. He's probably been our player this season for me. Yeah, I'd say he has over the course of the whole season, yeah. Mbemba, yeah, I would say so as well. He's been excellent. I've, I felt sorry for him when he's been left with, a, a, you know, the three players around him just running about yeah. like headless chickens. Him and Stephen Taylor together, I, I felt I wanted to give the lad a cuddle because Stephen Taylor's... I don't want to ever see him play football ever again, whether it's in a Newcastle shirt or any other shirt. Or mind it's London shirt. Like absolute fucking liability. Yeah. But I felt, he feels like he's been there for ages. He has so. been. That's because he has been. He's been yeah, there since... Made his debut 13, 14 years ago now. Yeah, Fuck he's man. been there a long time. He's not. Has he had his testimony? He's not yet? getting one, Raj. He's not getting one. <laughs> Definitely not. Is it Stephen Taylor who does the handballs and then pretends like he's been shot? That's him. That's he the did. man. How many of them has he done? He's done two of them, hasn't he? A did he do one now, in yeah. Europe and one one against Villa at home? One, one was at home to Villa when it was the got beat. That was the same day as Lee Boyer the, and uh, Dyer had the fight. That's the vintage one, isn't it? That's the yeah. one that everyone shows when he does the platoon dive at the end. <laughs> yeah, he holds his side. He he's like, ah! Like someone. He kind of stands on his tiptoes, but bends over and does limbo as well. It's incredible. Do you know where it is? JFK made less fuss than Stephen Taylor did that time. Yeah, that's probably a, right, eh? That's a fact. He, he did. Stephen Taylor was all over the shop. No good, that like. No good. Get him out. He's absolutely shite. Did you see him against Southampton when he let that goal? He let that goal. <laughs> in the, um, the, who was it? It was... Um, yeah, Shane Long. Shane Long, yeah, he always goes past us. Oh, yeah, and, and he, he just, just essentially watched him. Kind of, he, just... he kind of backed away from him and turned sideways and then turned the other way and then turned back and Shane he, Long he... just just ran past him. He like, showed him what his stronger foot, didn't he? That was his... <laughs> No, he, sh- he showed him the goal, Stephen. That's what he did. Yeah, he did, I. <laughs> With this in mind, I'm pretty excited to see him putting a world-class performance against Spurs on the weekend then. No, he'll not. He'll not get a game, even if he's even if. Uh, really? No, he'll not get a game now. I think he not do us a favour and just you know play him and let Harry, <laughs> have Harry Kane have his way with him. Yeah, we got to have Harry Kane at least win the Golden Boot. Come, on, we we have, we need to have some joy this season. Can't let Jamie Vardy win that as well. Uh, individual awards in football are shite, and you well know it, lads. <laughs> it's all about the title. It's Come shite on. when it's like <laughs> our players. That's, yeah. that's kind of the rule I have. Um, which is fair. Uh, let's. We got what a question here, lads, from Shubes at Spurs BJJ. Don't know what the BJJ is, but it's quite a suggestive name, isn't it? Saucy, I think. Um, yeah. Go on, he says, with relegation very likely, a bit mean spirited. Uh, will right, this though. make? Yeah. <laughs> will this make Ashley sell up, or do you fear an owner like Chilino coming in? Sort of two different questions there, but. He'll Do you think it will make Ashley sell up? He'll not sell. He won't. He's he not won't. going to. Is he? He's he never going to sell. He won't sell up. He won't sell up unless he gets every single penny back of the money that he's put in, including the debt that that he's that he's give the club. You know, so the the loan that he gave the club. So the loan is one hundred and twenty nine million pound, plus he paid two hundred and fifty million quid for the club or whatever it was. So there's three. You know, that's three hundred odd million pound before you even start. And I've had this. I think I've had this conversation with you before as well. You'd have to be yeah. absolutely mad to pay that for Newcastle United at the minute. It's a, it's a big I actually club. think he's. I think he's less likely to sell in the Championship than he would be oh, in the yeah. League. Well, the, club, I, the I value think, value goes down, doesn't it? You know. I think, I we'll, see think him, if, yeah. we'll, we'll see him make an effort to get them straight back up next season. Um, whether or not he's successful is another matter. But he knows, obviously, that. By- 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. They get relegated this season, they're missing out on some absolutely ludicrous figure of money, and he won't like that. The thing that worries me... The thing that worries me is that he'll he'll have seen how easy it was the last time that we went down and come back up that he'll think, ah, we don't have to worry too much about this. We'll be back up next year. Yeah. He might take his eye off the ball, you know, and, and we could get trapped down there. Um, I, I don't know. He, it, he it does, said, it it does seem strange, run. though. Like, give, I, I don't really fully understand the, all the permutations of financial fair play and such, but... You you do kind of still feel, at least I do from the outside, feel that Newcastle are still a, a worthy project, Man City type project. You know, there's a big base there that you would be enticing to a to a foreign owner to come in and pump a load of money into the club. Yeah, you'd have to find that owner first, though. You know, and he'd have to be somebody who would be prepared to do business with Mike Ashley, who's apparently yeah. not, not the easiest person in the world to do business with. Yeah. Um, and he puts a lot of stipulations on on potential buyers. He has done in the past, which is why people have been scared away from it. You know, about having it's, to buy it's a, a cash buy a cow for him, though, isn't it? Really? Like... Yeah. Well, that's it. You know, he knows he's onto a good thing now. And if the Premier League money's as is as big as what it said it's going to be in the next few years, he'll want to get that club back in the Premier League to get that money in again. Absolutely. Yeah. Wasn't the wrestling bloke one of the, your potential? Ah, <laughs> Yeah, Vince McMahon, wasn't it? Was, was so they say, but it was bollocks, wasn't it? Let's be honest, it was bollocks. But that's happened a few times now, hasn't it? It has, yeah. Where his like, odds have dropped on him taking over the club. Yeah. Straight. I think we've got more chance of Steve McMahon taking the club over than Vince McMahon, to be honest. But there you go. And he's and he's dodgy Singaporean consortiums. But, yeah. Um. So that's it. Mike Ashley's here to stay. Shoes. Oh yeah. It looks uh, that way. It looks that way. Have you sort of resigned you've like to the existence of Mayakashi? Because obviously there was there were all the protests and walkouts and all that sort of a thing um for quite a while now that's happened, but um is it is everyone just sort of admitted they're fighting a, a losing battle on that one? Or is there still a concerted effort to, to get him out of the club? It's kind you, of it, it's yeah. tattooed a bit. I think there's because the, the the money that was spent in the summer and in January, people have maybe taken their eye off the ball a little bit. Mm. Um, and I, I, I mean, I, I must admit, I, and, yeah, and the Rafa Benitez, that, Rafa Benitez has done that to a certain extent as well. You know, I mean, that's it, right. Yeah, if, yeah. if they hadn't have brought in somebody of that ilk, we would have been going mental last last couple of months of the season. You know, do you not think Steve McLaren could have kept you up? I think we would have been down a good four or five weeks before now. I think we'd, we'd still be, be 
I mean, obviously we couldn't be with Villa because we already had the points on the board, but we wouldn't be, would have been relegated, yeah, at least two weeks ago, I think. Is he the worst manager you've ever seen in your lifetimes at, at Newcastle? Um, I really, 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 really hate Kenny Dalglish. Um, <laughs> with with every fibre of me being. For any reason? Um, um, oh, God. It, we could go on all night about Kenny Dalglish. Um, yeah, the, 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 he completely dismantled. I actually, I'm, I'm, if you go to the game on Sunday, make sure you buy a programme because I'm in it. Um, and I, I was up till about one o'clock last night writing about kind of my history of Newcastle supporting the team and all that. Oh, you kept quiet. Oh no, um, I got an email of Chris Wallace the other day. Um, and um, <laughs> what was I, what was I going to say there? I was writing about my favourite ever game, and everyone's favourite game is either the five 0 against Man United, the five one against Sunderland. It's something along those lines. So I thought, right outside the box, what can it be? And I remember the last game of the ninety six ninety seven season. Um, we beat Forest five 0 Again, like I say, last game. Um, the, on that day, Sunderland got relegated, Middlesbrough got relegated, and we finished second on goal difference ahead of Arsenal. And I remember leaving. Game, yeah. I, I remember leaving the stadium thinking, "This is like, Dalglish just had the job. You had Ferdinand Shearer, Spear up front. The team was phenomenal. Do you know what I was still playing for them at the time as well? Mm. And that was kind of the, walking out the stadium and the promise of what was to come. And that summer, Ferdinand went, Janola went, and Dalglish just brought his mates in. Ian Rush signed. John Bond signed, Stuart Pearce signed, and Dalglish kind of systematically went about the next 12 months just destroying everything that Keegan had done. Yeah. Um, I'm actually working myself into a fettle talking about him now. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I've got, I've, yeah. McLaren undoubtedly is a, a, an inferior manager. I feel, even I, I say undoubtedly, Dalglish had a lot of money at Blackburn when they won the league. Mm. He was dreadful at Newcastle. He inherited a good team at Liverpool, and he pretty... He did his best job to do an inside job on Celtic as well when he had John Barnes beneath him. So I mm. think the man's a fraud. And I have to put in notable mention for Graham Souness as well, mind who who was an absolutely appalling manager. He was um, terrible, wasn't he? Yeah, and 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 it can't go without mentioning Sam Allardyce's name as well. Some of the worst football I've ever seen in my entire life. Gosh, you've had some absolute We've fucking some horrors, stuff. haven't you? Jesus, oh, yeah. really? This is like a rogues that. fucking gallery, really. Some left- of these off. But Pardew. just in the last couple of years, Pardew, Carver. You know, I've lost Carver. Yeah. <laughs> Carver. Joking here. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about Carver. Joking here. Yeah. Joking it twice. Um, yeah, you know, and, and, and then you have people like Alan Shearer who got fucking parachuted in with seven games to go. None of it was his fault, the fact we went down. You know, if he'd had another if he'd had another five or six games, he might have kept us up. Same with Benitez. Like, yeah. they bring in the man at the end of the season. The fans are placated a little bit. And and Benitez will, you know, he's going to take the club down, and that goes on the that goes on the sheet, doesn't it? That goes down on the record. It's not like, oh, well, he only got ten games. It was well, we got relegated under Benitez, you know. The, the thing with the, the Shearer thing is, he was he was as far as what I can gather, what kind of my understanding of it, or maybe it's my perception. They had Ian Dowie in as well, and I thought, Ian Dowie was obviously the experienced kind of set of hands, the experienced coach, and I yeah. think Shearer was just there for the fans. Well, she Dowie doesn't even work in football anymore. No. Well, Shearer was there as a, as a man manager and a, and, a, and a kind of, you know, he was one of those, wasn't he? He was there for a G up and, and a bit of a leg up for the fans and a man manager. He wasn't there as a coach. He was your Paolo De Canio. Well, isn't, isn't Dowie like a, a carpet shop manager or something now? Something proper yeah, random. Yeah, he's like a, he does the marketing somewhere like a like a normal sort of it's a it's a normal office job that he's got now. Really, I I'd imagine yeah. that's where Steve McLaren's headed as well. If I'm perfectly honest, 
This he is, was an uninspiring. That, like he couldn't even inspire boredom in me. Like he was just such a, he was just such a nothing bloke, Steve McLaren. We said like, at the time, we it, <laughs> to quote to quote um, a Noel Gallagher quote. He was a man with a fork in a world of soup. Which I, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he's, uh, he's just fucking utterly brilliant. just fucking defeated. He just looked defeated. The minute he got the job, he looked beaten. He he just looked knackered. He looked like he didn't know what he was doing. And like like you say, he was a man with a fork in a world of soup. And, and he was one of those blokes that the perception of McLaren was always that he was just terrible but nice. Yeah. Um, but I've I've read a, a quote of Steve Gibson's uh, Borough's chairman. Um, obviously McLaren was there, but it was pretty successful there. And Gibson's quote was that um, if Steve McLaren told him the grass was green, he'd go outside and check. <laughs> um, which, which kind of lends itself to McLaren maybe not being quite the, the, the hapless, happy-go-lucky chump that we all think he is. Like, you might just mm. be a bit of an arsehole, like, you know? Yeah. Possibly. You never yeah. know, do you? Well, I'm but, sure he's quite happy with his payoff. You know the, the stick that McLaren got for being the Wally with the Broly, that game against Croatia at Wembley? So, yeah. I, I, now, I, I don't take any issue with him having an umbrella because it was a rainy night. I'm a man who takes an umbrella at work when it rains. My problem with him was that he had a cup of coffee in his hand. He's yeah. only got to stand there for 45 minutes. If you can't go three quarters now without a cup of coffee, then you, you've you've got your planning all wrong there. Mm. It's, it's, but it's a bit of a proper football bloke checklist, that, though, isn't it? You know, hot beverage on the touchline. Yeah. 4-4-2, that kind of stuff. I think it's, you know... If it's good enough for Bielsa, then it's good enough for McLaren. <laughs> Bielsa has his cup of coffee, doesn't he? Did you see? You seen that clip of him when he sits on it? At, uh, sits on it. Yeah, I've not seen that. Hilarious. He gets his he gets his cup of coffee and he gives it to his assistant, and his assistant puts it on the little drinks bucket behind him, and he nice. steps back and sits down straight on top of the cup of coffee. It's brilliant. Oh, that that's great fun. Yeah, great fun. Aye. Uh, Jason Faulkner asks. Mm-hmm. Um, Where's good for a beer in town after the game? That's all Newcastle's good for. Oh, no, that's not nice. We've got culture. It's not nice, but it's probably true. Well, it's true, but it's not nice, though, is it? You know? Where's good for Look, a beer uh, in town after the... Uh, strawberry. The strawberry's where we go usually, isn't it? Yeah. Although, I don't know how much... I don't know how much is that the one right by the, tra- the, um, like the train and bus station type of place? No, it's directly opposite the ground. It's off the back of the Gallagher end. Oh. That's the strawberry. Yeah, um, I've only been to Newcastle a few times. I've stopped there on the way to a wedding once. We want to get a National Express up from Leeds to sort of Teesside where this wedding was in the arse end of nowhere that was sort of like in, halfway in between Middlesbrough and Sunderland right on the coast. Was it in a and, big, like, um, stately home? Yeah. Was it probably the same it, place I went to a wedding. Was it Seam Hall by any chance? I can't remember. It might be, like, some, something like that, but it was around that similar area, Bain. So, yeah, it was really, really lovely. Yeah, yeah. It was sort of a backward place where um, the taxi company were two cars. It were um, a lad and his dad um, <laughs> who had two motors between them and that were the taxi company. So we, we just essentially, instead of ringing the taxi firm anymore, because I think his, like, his mum was answering the phones, we just took his mobile number <laughs> off him so that he could take us back to where we were staying that evening. Brilliant. Um, that's how small it was. Like half an hour drive to your local supermarket yeah. type of place. Yeah. Um, what was that? But yeah, we stopped, we stopped in Newcastle and... Um, the um yeah there was one pub we went to by the by the train station it was all right it was quite um quite run down but it was you know nice owner and everything mm. well as far as as far as having a drink in the town goes you've got Tilly's I like Tilly's up next to the uh, the old opera house is a nice one yeah um, Tilly's is fantastic that's one of my favourites Tilly's the Centurion in the station's quite good for a for a beer 
Um, yeah. Where else? That's what I think. Well, the strawberry. Due to not frequent the uh, the student troubles bars. Oh, not anymore. What are they called? Um, there's there's mush, all sorts mushrooms, of... one of them, isn't it? Mushroom. Yeah, they've all got stupid names. What's the other one? Um, like Bijou or something. Sinners. Yeah. I actually this... got I got locked in mushroom once after a derby match. Um, <laughs> I, I, it was one of my first. It was a five-one derby actually. It, it was one of the first games I've been to after I moved back up from Norfolk. And um, <laughs> I, loads of my friends went to the game that I hadn't seen for about a year or two. So I kind of met them in in mushroom. And I'll, I'll probably best describe it to you, lads, because you might not have been in before, but you've got the main street, or our main street, and you've got to go downstairs to get into this bar. It's actually underground, under the road. And um, I, I had a couple of gin and, gin and tonics. I was I thought, right, I better go home and stuff, like get myself kind of tidied up with a Sunday tea time. And I went, and the, the bouncer said, oh, no, you can't go outside. It's too dangerous. <laughs> so it was basically the Newcastle was on fire because they'd beaten Sunday 5-1. It was really bizarre. <laughs> so I had to go and get another gin and tonic. Just kind of uh, being the, yeah. the, the archetypal kind of stereotypical Geordie that I am. Yeah. Um, just to kind of pass the time. And then I went outside and honestly, the sky was orange. It was terrifying. <laughs> but yeah, end of that, end of day. Did you go get stuck in? Oh, of course. Yeah, I had me top off and I was knocking horses out left, right, and centre. And <laughs> you won't even have a, a derby next year because Borough have come up. No, I think the courses will have to a derby is probably Leeds or Hull if they don't come up. Or give it a couple of years, Carlisle. The Leeds fans will be looking forward to that. Yeah, the Leeds, Leeds have got a bit of a... I've never been at Welland, well, no, I've been at Welland Road once, but it was for the Rugby League. They've, they've, they've a, a bit of a reputation man. of the Leeds fans for being quite um, quite West Ham. Sorry, they're <laughs> yeah. horrible. Uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're not the greatest when they're, um, when they're on about their own club. Yeah. But, you know... When they do that sort, you know, when you you knock about with them and you got to school with them, that there's there's not a bad bone in the body. But as soon as they start talking about the football club, something happens to them. Sunderland yeah. like that, um, I find. Yeah, I, I yeah. know. That, even like that, I read a few Sunderland kind of websites because they're well written and all that. And even then, when they start talking about Newcastle, something happens. Something really bizarre happens to them, and it just becomes this kind of bile and hatred. And it, it's a little bit sad because they're they're, they're well educated blokes, like you know, and it's just kind of you, you don't need to go on like that. Yeah. Still, you know, it's what it's all about, isn't it, lads? Hating each other. It's what football's right. about, really. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's all. That Piss is boiling me. and It's the only venom. reason I'm in football. We are going to miss you next year, though, because we can't have you on twice a season. If we, uh, we, if we get get each other in the Cups, maybe that's an excuse. But shall, we, we not just, you, you... shall we not just come on and talk about a different team? Should just get us on when you play Sunderland and we'll Oh, just... we always need Liverpool fans. Can you... Can you... Like, because we like, we never get Liverpool fans on. We'll do that, yeah. Or if, if um. Oh, oh, well, we're we're going. I was going to have to drop this in. We're going to Munich this weekend, right? We're going to go and watch Bayern. So if you get Bayern in the Champions League, then we'll we'll be we'll be your Bayern pundits for the week. Are you going to put on like really bad German accents as well? Well, we've already got really bad accents, so yeah, we'll just, we'll just <laughs> add a German tinge to them. There's probably not a big difference, to be honest with you. It's not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It's authentic. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? I've been practising. Is that just a trip for beers and sausage, though? Well, No yeah. euphemism. <laughs> is, there, is there any other reason for a trip? Come on. No, it's it's my birthday on Friday, so we're going over. We're going over on Thursday. Oh, very, very happy birthday. Are, are you a couple of those what is known as hipsters, lads, going over and checking out the Bundesliga and all that? Well, we, gig we and went, pressing and oh, I love a bit of gig and press. Huh? We went, you get uh, gig and pressing at Uddersfield these days. I know, man. that's um, true. 
You don't, you don't, uh, you don't need to go to Germany for that. I've, I've been gegen pressed many a time in Newcastle <laughs> Centre. I can tell you. Um, we went to no, we went to uh, we went to Dusseldorf for Bestie Stag do a few years ago, um, and we went to Leverkusen on the on the Saturday afternoon to watch them. It was the first game of the season, and I think I don't. I hope you don't mind me speaking on your behalf here, Stephen. But I think we uh, we fell in love with it a little bit, you know. Just, I think that's, that's that's fair. You haven't you haven't spoken about turning the Taylor. I'll I'll let that slide. Yeah, I think just the whole the the match day kind of I know it's a wanky phrase, but the match day experience, the kind of build up of the game and sitting in the beer gardens and having a drink and that, and and everyone just kind of enjoying themselves. And there was no aggro, there was no dickheads with their tops off throwing tables about and stuff like that. It was just a really nice uh, way to watch football. I thought you said best they went with you. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, yeah, so we did that. And then last year, we uh, last year the year before, I can't remember, but one of the two, we went across to Hamburg and we were, we were going to go and see Hamburg, but their game got moved to the Sunday night and St. Pauli were playing away from home. So in the end, we just went to the St. Pauli Stadium, did a little tour and stuff. And we said we want to try and go back, you know, whenever we can. Um, but Munich was my choice because I've, I've wanted to go to the Allianz for a long time. I've, I've, I've really fancied going. Um, so... I just thought, why not? You know, and we we was we obviously couldn't get tickets; it was impossible. And then somebody came up trumps for us this week, and we've managed to get a couple of tickets for the Hanover game. So, cannot wait; should be good. Is that Pep's last game? Is it? It is. They're getting the trophy presented and everything as well. So no doubt it'll be an absolute sausage fest. <laughs> oh God, it will be Pep's last game as well. I haven't thought of that. It will be yeah before he gets yeah. off on the plane to Mank. Can, can we go at the Olympic Stadium as well, please, Taylor? I've always wanted to go there. Yes, we can. We'll do that on the Friday, shall we, Stephen? Thank you. Good. Is it just you two going, or have you got a massive gang of you? There's four of us all together. Um, there's four of us. Yeah, there was there was another lad coming, but his work said he couldn't have the time off, so he's not coming anymore. And, he's and absolutely and, and he, devastated. He booked the wrong dates to start with as well, didn't he? He was going yeah, like ten days he's, later. He's paid twice for his flights, and he's booked a hotel, and then his work have said he can't have the time off. <laughs> I'd have been raging. I'd have been raging. But there's yeah, there's me and me and Bestie and our mates, Daz and Brian, who are going as well. So we should have a good time, I'd imagine. Excellent. Have we got any more questions, Jack? I don't think we do, lads. There was so... one I saw one on Twitter. There was one about which player would we would we take on loan from Spurs? Yeah, go on then. Can I answer that? Yeah, go for it. Can we have Harry Kane, please? <laughs> <laughs> Two season wonder. Yeah, I know. That, still that can't seems... shut his mouth. Still can't shut his mouth, though, can he? He's always. That seems like a really like... easy one. I know. I, I, I was trying to think of like I'm. I'm trying to like throw a curveball in here, but I can't. Harry Kane's just brilliant, isn't he? Yes. Would you not want like a proper defender? We can send you that. Well, we we were supposed to get Alderweireld. We were supposed to get Alderweireld before he went to Southampton. He'd agreed a deal with us in principle. Um, and then at the last minute, changed his mind and went to Southampton instead. He was going to sense. Oh, he knew exactly what he was doing. That lad, he, yeah. But he, he was he was going to join us at the start the of the two thousand and fourteen fifteen season. Yeah, he was going to he was going to come. Um, and it was all kind of to do with Young uh, Gambiwa being uh, loaned out to Roma, and that deal went through. And then Alderweireld changed his mind. And it was too late to get younger and Biwa back, so we ended up with one less defender, and Stephen Taylor had to play. So, yeah. What do you reckon, Raj? Loan him someone like Cameron Carter-Vickers, give him a bit of first-team experience. Might yeah, do right in this championship. Send him, send him one of the kids. Who's that? Not heard of him. Who's that? It's like a USA under-21 international that we got oh, on our books. Right back. We, we need a yank. We haven't had a yank for years. Was, was the Gooch the last yank that we had, Steve? Yeah, born the same day as you. It's his birthday on Friday as well. 
That's we, correct. We sent um, DeAndre Yedlin on loan at Sunderland. Yeah, yeah. He's quick. That's what. That's our uh, fullback training school. He's quick in a straight line. <laughs> Danny Rose was there as well, wasn't he? Yeah, Danny Rose was there and came back a different player. Mm. Came back an actual player. <laughs> He's came, yeah, came back a footballer. He came back a naughty little shit house based on the stuff I saw on uh, the, the Chelsea game. <laughs> you, you just know now if, if things go sour on the weekend, <laughs> your your players are going into the championship season injured. <laughs> well, there will be anyway. Our place, man, they all just the hamstrings going left, right, and centre in our in our place. Something I was kind of hanging a lot of hopes on for the weekend when I thought there might be a battle in it was that um, Spurs. Half a Spurs team is basically the England team, and they might just be kind of taking their foot off a little bit mm. in preparation for the um, the European Championships. But obviously, with Ali being suspended and something to play for on Sunday, I, I can't see that being a case anymore. Sadly, have you just just out of interest, actually, um, from an outsider's perspective, have you enjoyed like seeing Spurs and especially like I guess like the English contingent, what it might mean for like the England team at the Euros this this summer? It's, it's nice. It's not something I, not something I'd really thought about until the the Germany game, um, when I think Eric Dier got that goal late on, and I thought, bloody hell, Tottenham have got half the fucking England team here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, it, you're not going to do that. You're not going to do that thing if we win it, where you go all West Ham on us and go, oh, we won the. We definitely game. would, hundred percent. Like, oh, it was, it would just happen, wouldn't it? it, it Especially after not winning the league, we'll, <laughs> we'll just um, we'll take credit for the Euros instead. <clears throat> it was it was Liverpool a few years ago, wasn't it, when they had Gerard Henderson. <laughs> You had Carragher, you had Milner, you had quite a few. On a, I think Milner was there at the time. It's but nice I seem to recall see... Liverpool had quite a lot of the England, or Storage and Sterling as well. And it's that nice would be yeah. It's nice to see the core being made up of a, of, a, of a, another squad, you know, of another team, instead of just the usual Man U Arsenal kind of Liverpool crack. Uh, yeah. We say this, it's, he's going to start Walcott and fucking Wilshire and Rooney. Oh. Rooney, you know. Rooney. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'd like to see Danny drinks water. Get a game. That's what I want. Drinks water. Danny drinks water. He's. I like him. He's good. Isn't it a shame Wes Morgan hasn't been recognised by England yet? It is. It's a great shame, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> you'd think, and Robert Huth as well. You'd think after all them performances that they put in, Robert Huth would have got a show. What's Hugo Lloris got to do? Exactly. That's true. <laughs> Barry Chuckle wouldn't want Mares in the squad. though. No, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be voting out. He'd be he'd be sharing if he thinks this is a disgrace. That's what he'd be doing. Yeah, Barry chuckles all over the Brexit, like, isn't he? Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Barry chuckles all over Vardy. Yeah. I hope they do. Anyway. He'd love Vardy though. Absolutely love him. Oh God, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, he's a cracking player. Absolutely cracking player. Who Vardy? Yeah. He is, he's he just, just not a blackjack. I mean, he's a shit house, but he's a cracking player. He looks like Steptoe as well. He does. <laughs> He's got such an angular face. It's horrible. He's an incredible looking man, isn't he? I um, I compared him to uh, Christian Bale and the Machinist because um, <laughs> he's got that, yeah. that same sort of malnourished quality to him. Yeah. He just looks unpleasant. He, like, he just doesn't look like a nice man he's, at all. I know, maybe I'd say you shouldn't judge a book by his cover, but he's sort of opened it up and had a read as well, and he's not very a nice, is he? So. One of the little kind of surprises that, that that I've had this year was that he wasn't involved in the preseason um, <laughs> madness. Steady on. Well, no, I, I, I said he wasn't here. That's all right. I'm just surprised he wasn't because he just comes across as being a bit of a degenerate. <laughs> he is from Sheffield. <laughs> He's definitely got a, a massive spoiler on the back of his Ford, uh, his Vauxhall Corsa, hasn't he? Let's be honest. 
He really has. He's had the back seats taken out. He's got subwoofers put in. Um, I, I, I quite and he's got a new... A Nürburgring sticker it. on the back as well. <laughs> the, the tweets from about a year ago, people <coughs> putting stuff like um, Jamie Vardy claps when a plane lands. Yeah. It was stuff like that. Like it, I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Cans a monster for breakfast, that sort of thing. Yeah. Wears a tap out hoodie, all that. Bless him, England's hope. Lonsdale trainers. Yeah, the nation's expectations. No, he's, he's getting paid money by Beats by Dre now, so he'll be. He'll have upgraded his Citroen Saxo by now. True, sir. <laughs> You'll have a spoiler, at least. Definitely. <laughs> He's got one of them blue lights that goes underneath, so it looks like you're driving around in a fucking sunbed. Oh, you know, the, the neon. They're called yeah. neons, Taylor. Neons. Are they? Oh, really? Yeah, I, that's, I know that because I put some on my car in Grand Theft Auto last night. Ooh, check you out. No, that's me. Flash. Oh, you know it, lads. It's, he's new money. That's that's Bestie's problem. He's new money. <laughs> Nouveau riche. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am. All right, we all done. <laughs> yeah, let's just oh, get there, lads. Thank you very much for uh, for for coming on for you know the last time for a while. Unless we see you in the cup, then we'll make a special effort because uh, yeah, we like talking to you. So that's well, lovely. Like it's been it's been more like a catch up with friends rather than a podcast. It's been what a, what a lovely half hour or so, lads. It has. Yeah. Well, well thank you so much for giving us your time. We must do this properly one day in person over a few a few beers and a and a packet of Jaffa cakes. Definitely. Yeah. I like the sound of that. We'll get Seb involved if he's not busy shagging as well. So <laughs> swiping right. He's always don't bring your wives along, lads. Yeah. When he met Jack's missus, he uh Oh he mate, Schmoo's offensive. He was it was kind of hello Jack and hello you know, that kind of <laughs> Oh we've got a mail like that. We've got a mail like that as well, haven't we, mate? Adam Barnes, but he doesn't he doesn't mean to do it. He's just so lovely that everyone falls in love with him instantly. Yeah. And he's yeah, you you have to keep him well away from from your your other halves, like. He actually nice. took a girlfriend off me once, Barnsley. Did he? Yeah, <laughs> Joe Brown. I did. I bastard. Wait, let's see him. Sheffield lad. That's it. It's a Sheffield lad. It is, that's uh, a uh, uh, problem. That's it. Wrongins. All the same. Right, chaps. Right, lads. Thank you very much. Good yeah, luck then. next season. Like, well, fuck knows. You know, it's not done until it's done. But oh, it's done, mate. It's done. Good luck next season. And uh, hope to speak to you soon. Cheers, Jack. We'll stay in touch on the old Twitter, sir. Yes, sir. Cheers, Jack. Cheers, Rod. See you later, man. See you, Rod. See you later, lads. How can such nice people support a club that did such a nasty thing to us on Sunday? What a strange sport this is. Moving on. That was the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Sorry it was a bit different. But did you really want to hear us predicting an easy last day of the season for an additional half an hour? Thought not, so you're welcome. If anything, normal service will be resumed soon. If not, we could probably replace the pod altogether with this text-to-speech gimmick. Because I don't know about you, but I find it absolutely fucking hysterical when it swears. Cunt dick cum fart boobs ass and shit. Ha 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 ha. Moving on. Please remember, we're on Twitter at RTR underscore pod, or at Tetrunk, at Baines13, in Roman numerals or at SebSB, the website is rtrpod.com, and we're on iTunes and Acast, so interact with all of that nonsense. Leave us iTunes reviews, five stars and all of that business. I've been the official voice of Rule the Roost, signing off this week. Come on you Spurs, and we're going to win the Champions League.
Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.